This podcast is a production of WCWP, LIU Post Public Radio. Check out our lineup of original programs, listen live, or support by visiting WCWP.org. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Take No Sh... I'm here with this episode's guest, Chris Go. How you doing, Chris? I'm good. How about yeah. you? I'm good, man. I'm chilling. So I know a bit about you. You know, we grew up together. Mm-hmm. But some of my viewers may not. Like the 16 that are probably going to listen mm-hmm. may not know anything about you. So why don't you explain yourself a little bit? Uh, well, we grew up in the same high school. We went to the same high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, basically we just went to college. And then I came back after graduating mm-hmm. from Florida now I'm back here, back in port. Back in port, baby. Hey, let's go. Hey, graduate from Ringling College, right? Uh, yeah, I did. Ringling University or Ringler, Ringling College? Ringling College of Art and Design. Okay. And it used to not be a college like in the 70s, 80s, I think. Right, what was it? It was a school. Yeah? And then they got the uh, the credits for turning it into a college with them liberal arts classes. So, <laughs> so it's nice. It's good yeah. to get that because now it's like a degree. Yeah, start from the bottom. Mm-hmm. I just like that new Drake album. Start from the bottom. <laughs> oh, yeah, that new Drake. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, for the summer, man. Hey, they knew you were coming home, so they're like, damn, I got to put out some fire. I love the second song, for yeah. sure. I just can't get over it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, so also you're doing graphic design now, so let's talk a bit about that. How'd you get into that? Uh, I mean, I basically loved drawing and uh, art as a kid, so growing up, uh I didn't realize I had a passion for it until, like, I went to college. And then uh, in art school, basically, they taught us, like, all about, like, the design portion of art. Mm -hmm. And that's when I, like, realized, oh, like, this is, like, more graphic design stuff. Like, basically, it's, like, uh, using text Mm -hmm. and, like, minimal stuff. Like, it's kind of, like, different from illustration where you would be drawing and focused more on like the actual illustrative part of it but now you're just breaking everything down mm-hmm. to like the simplest yeah elements you know that's design okay and how is like this way it been a way for you to express yourself if that like do you use that do you use art as an outlet yeah like basically i love it so i wanted to make a living out of it yeah and figuring out what i need to do to make my art marketable is definitely like a journey for oneself to figure out Mm -hmm. like especially for me where I like started off in illustration but ended up with the graphic design job so anything could change you Mm -hmm. know just gotta know what you really like to do Mm -hmm. and you never know what's gonna happen really you said you had any uh, real influences? Like, um, I know last time we were talking, you were saying, like, you really like Keith Haring, Aaron Draplin, MC, yeah. MC Escher. Yeah, MC Escher is yeah. my favorite. I, was looking at I have him, a like, tattoo of him on my leg. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's sick. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let him know. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at him. He does, like, all those cool, like, the abstract designs, like, of the house. Yeah, basically, he was. Can uh, you explain it a bit? He's he's a graphic designer in a sense where he designed a lot of his or like he he like planned everything out. Everything of his works like mathematical and stuff. Yeah. So you need to like it's like 
with that element involved with his illustrations, it made me realize there's more to just drawing. There's like, you could do a lot of stuff with it, like design mm -hmm. new ways to, you know, it's like problem solving, but like with art. So it's mm -hmm. kind of cool, like discovering new ways to go yeah, about Like using things. like fractions and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, like if you've seen um, the morphing stuff and the tessellations and stuff, those are yeah, all, yeah, like the patterns he makes, mm -hmm. like... It's, yeah, there's a name for like this. It's really hard. He makes, it's right? really hard to do those types yeah. of stuff. There's like a formula for that, but mm -hmm. I don't know. It's really complicated. Yeah. Like he made the endless staircase, right? Yeah, the endless staircase. Like he invented that. That was his illustration. Yeah, that's so, so like, cool. That's so sick. It's very influential. Yeah. It's, it's like shown in a lot of like references yeah, and like, like TV Inception. shows and stuff. Yeah, and movies. Yeah, like they wrecked so many people with that endless staircase. <laughs> like it's funny because like. <laughs> I actually haven't seen, I don't think I've seen that scene, yeah. but I could imagine exactly what you're talking about because yeah. I know exactly what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, it's Jordan about. Levitt Gordon. Uh-huh. Did I say his name right? Gordon Levitt? Is he an artist or from No, he's, a, he's a, an actor. Oh, no, I don't know. Yeah, he uh, played, um, have you ever seen the movie uh, with Seth Rogen where it's uh, Christmas Eve? Is it a more recent Seth more Rogen? More recent, yeah, more recent. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of okay. recent Seth They're Rogen. They're like from the Batman uh, Returns, the new one, The Dark Knight. Okay, Rises. yeah. He was uh, the cop that turned into Robin at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's him? Okay. Yeah, no, so it was just him like just destroying people with uh, the endless staircase. It was funny. That's sick. Hell yeah. Well, funny, that's where it comes from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and what about those other uh, influences you were telling me about? Uh, Like Keith Haring? Yeah, Keith Haring. He's uh he has like that bold illustration style like the thick yeah. uh black lines and the solid colors mm -hmm. the use of saturation in the colors yeah. I love it. Like he's basically just like I'm looking at some of his drawings like he's basically just straight up like a not like 90s. Yeah, he's like he's vibe, a definition you know? of like a retro yeah, but yeah. like timeless, like, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Cuz like you could have it on forever and it still would look good and that's mm -hmm. what I like about it. It's like it has this like pop art feel. Mm -hmm. But, like, it also, like... Was that, like, part of, like, what is some of his art uh, pieces are called? Uh, like, I don't Pop know. Shop or something? Yeah, there's, like, a, a couple... I don't know. Like, there's, like, the one with the, like, dancing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, man with the dog. Like, he has, like, animals. And then, like, I remembered because my friend showed me, like, a Keith Haring book. Yeah? He's, like, painting on, uh, I think, the Berlin Wall. Okay. And then, like, I, I think when the Berlin Wall fell down, there's, like, some rubble with his murals on it, and that's, like, worth a lot of money or something like that. Yeah, so I've noticed, um, like, especially those two, I feel like you definitely try to combine them. Like, at least in, like, your, like, early work. I guess, I guess subconsciously, really. Like, in high school, I remember, like, um, you'd always, like, draw pictures for, like, for me, like, in Harrison Cass. Mm -hmm. And, like, it was always, like, all this cool stuff was just going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, it, I know what you're talking about. That's... Yeah. It's probably just, like, my crazy imagination. But it's also subconsciously, yeah, like, I since be, since I like those artists, I most likely combined my influences together to make my own interpretation. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. you're right. Yeah. And I remember you saying Aaron Draplin also. Yeah, I love like, Aaron Draplin. He visited my school, and uh, before that, I've only known him for uh, one thing, which was the Janowski shoe. yeah. And uh, if you don't know about this, like, he designed the tongue on the Janowski shoe. So it's really cool because, like, mm -hmm. it's made, like, millions and millions of those shoes. But nobody would really pay attention to that stuff. But he made so much money from that because he's a graphic designer and he designed that label on the tongue of the shoe. 
and he visited my school and he showed all his like other work and like it's all like bold you know like just like Keith Haring but more modern because he uses Adobe Illustrator mm -hmm. so he vectorizes that stuff and it looks really clean you could blow yeah. that up poster size oh so he just makes a living off doing these like minute details yeah, like, he's a graphic designer, so he does, mm -hmm. like, I remember he talked about doing a lot of logo designs, and, like, uh, he basically designed a lot of stuff, like, the snowboarding company, uh, I forgot, but, like, he designed the logos, the branding mm -hmm. for all that, and it's big now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, like, and then he's really good, he's, like, into, like, the action sports industry, like, so that's a really cool niche, yeah. niche to get into, so, like, Sure, it's big business too. Yeah, it's good business. It's mm -hmm. his his passion really fits with it. So that's what I like to figure out, like how to fit your passion into the right industry, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. All right, and also, so you've done quite a few projects already. You know, your portfolio. If you go on his website, cgsquad.com. 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 One of the last mm -hmm. shirts for that, the purple one right there. Yeah, right, one of not one of the last. That was the last one. Okay, but the thing was. I uh, I like to make sure that I like hand make them all, so that's definitely like the only one mm -hmm. that I've made of that specific mm -hmm. color and size. Okay. So yeah. And so, what do you think of your favorite project so far? Is like out of everything you've done. So I know you said you w used to work with some people. Uh, I like collaborated with people, yeah. and also I got some freelance work and stuff okay. over the years. So yeah. Yeah. What's like the process of like making an image for like a well, somebody for a collaboration for like a client yeah for a client uh i i'm more i'm like direct with them like you know talk about like what they need you know mm -hmm. explain what they need and then what they want and then like let's say if they need like a graphic or something i'd give them like sketches and thumbnails at first mm -hmm. really just uh just an overall idea like to flesh it out yeah and, and then, do they like tell you what they want like a little yeah, so we, you know, basically at that point, just go back and forth until mm -hmm. you, they pick one they like. You know, I'll flush that out even more. So, yeah. I'll, so I'll work on that one that we all decided together, yeah. and then just try to finish it off from there. Okay. You know, so back and forth. It's like I like to, you know, make sure we're all on the same page when okay. I when I work with anybody. All right. And so, what would you say is your favorite so far, if you have one? Uh, my favorite project. Yeah, favorite project or like yeah, whatever you've done. I like my senior thesis probably. Yeah. That was like the most realist project just cuz it okay. taught me a lot of stuff about not only art but business side like how to make a brand, like how to start f with nothing and then actually like figuring out what to do. Like mm -hmm. for me I did uh CG Squad which is a clothing brand. Mm -hmm. So my idea mm -hmm was I had all these shirts from one of my classes where we learned how to screen print and basically I'd like figure out what to do with that. I'm like, oh for senior thesis I could make a store. I'll make a pop up <laughs> shop, you know. Pop up shop. So that was my because I loved like fashion, you know, mm -hmm. like hype beast stuff like Yeah. All um, those kind of like street brands like Supreme. Yeah, Supreme. I liked Rip and Dip mm -hmm. a lot because uh they have a really strong social media following. They're doing that right. And because of that I feel like they have more to just their name it's more of a lifestyle mm -hmm. at that point and that's what i really like yeah so, so it started as a skating company right and other like yeah it's a skating company yeah. but they they do a lot of like apparel stuff which i yeah. like so and that, that apparel took on a life of its own almost yeah basically that's awesome yeah and that's what i want to do with my yeah. senior thesis project mm -hmm. so i like worked a lot 
on other things rather than mm-hmm. the shirts. So like I produce like, yeah, like, like more hype. So it like reaches more circles. Yeah. Like, like circulates social more. media posts. Like yeah, yeah. I wanted to plan those out. So I did like, I produced my own beats on okay. FL. I got a couple of friends uh, in film and photo and I asked them if they could like take some mm-hmm. promo shots and promo videos and stuff. So I got all that collectively going on. Mm-hmm. And then I compiled like a lookbook and like visuals for everything so that in my pop-up shop for my senior show like it's an actual experience rather than just you're looking yeah, yeah. at my art like you you actually sold some of those art pieces right? i sold a lot of those yeah, yeah. like i mean for, i just bought one of those <laughs> hey yeah dude i'm i'm basically running out like i only got like a couple pieces left for sale the first day the first few days actually it sold i sold like most of it i was like mm-hmm. really surprised because i did not ex- i did not know what was going to happen like i was just like you know what i'm just going to work on this i don't care what's going to happen after i'm just going to be really i just want to work on this until i'm happy with it mm-hmm. you know and then I, fi- I finished everything before the deadlines and i was really happy with that i was like shit so i could actually like i had the plan I finished it before it's due. Like I feel responsible with that part, but being able to be happy with it too—that's like a whole mm-hmm. other part. I'm really uh, proud of myself to do or finish with. So that's like my favorite project. Okay. And then because every, everybody liked it, yeah. people thought it was like the coolest show or the coolest um, exhibition out of okay, all of them. That's dope. You know what I mean? So like, how I many was, exhibitions were there? Uh, in my, it was like an illustration uh, for my major. There's like about. 200 people mm-hmm. so we had a, we had the largest amount and we had two giant buildings for our show but we each got like like a two three foot wide like six foot space on the wall just to put everything mm-hmm. including a shelf so i like decked out the shelf i put a lot of screens on it i got a tv i got like business cards my lookbook mm-hmm. i made a record like a yeah. I made like an actual record, you know, with my. Uh, album yeah, I remember seeing that on your website. Like you made up like a fake tour date for CG Squad. Yeah, that's uh, my music branding project, <laughs> which is my second favorite, if yeah. I had to say. Yeah, because uh, it was part of my senior thesis project. So I guess you could say, yeah, that is, is it's a huge like my senior thesis project was huge. Like there's a lot of components to it. So I'd say like if I broke it all down, it'd be mini projects, like at least like a couple of bigger projects combined into one. Okay. And where did the where did you come up with the name for CG Squad? Like, what is a CG? It's uh, my name, CG. And, yeah, and what? Uh, my initials. Really? Yeah. Oh, CG. I like that. S I G I. That's dope. yeah. Not a lot. Of That's people really know clever. About it, but I like to just like. Oh, now you just blurred on Instagram Live and yeah. the podcast. I mean, for the people that are listening, they mm-hmm. deserve to know at this mm-hmm. point. But, yeah, I don't really say it a lot, so <laughs> you're the only ones who know. For now. For now, yeah. yeah. Then the other a 16 lot of people, people who listen to the podcast. People call it a Siggy sometimes. Siggy? And I, I don't care either. Oh, yeah, okay. it's like whatever they interpret it as. But I think it's cool because I asked and they're like, I like Siggy more. And I'm like, interesting. Why? And they're like, because Sigs, you know, smoke Sig. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got you on there. You just walk into, like, wherever you're making the shirts, you're just chain-smoking. Right. I mean, that's the name, man. (laughs) Feels to the smokers out there. Let's go. The Siggy Squad. Oh, they're finally making clothing for me? Yeah. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) So do you feel that going to an art school really helped you out? Like, do you think the climate of that helped you out with what you want to do? 
Or do you think you could have gotten the same experience at a liberal arts school? I think Ringling is a great school. Yeah. And I'm not saying that because they're paying me to do this. I'm not getting paid at all for this shit. But they definitely care more about the after post-graduation for students because they want people to get jobs and stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. I think when they train you during school, they train you as, like, if it was real life in the real industry where everything is hectic and you never know what you're going to expect. So, like, after after doing all that work at Ringling, graduating, it's kind of like if you do get a job, it's it feels like regular work, you mm-hmm. know, at school, if not easier, just because Ringling, like, over-prepares you for certain yeah. things. So, yeah, that's what <laughs> I really like about my school. Like, I definitely feel uh, prepared for any, any type of art-related or design-related jobs just because of how, you know, I was trained and more as what you learn over time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's a combination. I think Ringling is a good school. I wouldn't go, like, because I went to, like, S- I visited SVA, RISD. Um, I didn't like any of those. Just <laughs> I didn't vibe with it. And then yeah, I went to CalArts, too. I visited CalArts. Really? And that was, like, my first choice, too. And I was really into it. But the thing was, they're, like, an animation school. Oh, okay. And the thing was, at first, I thought I was into animation. But I don't have the patience for that. Oh, I'm sure. And yeah, like, it took them, like, years to make Shrek and Cars, too, right? Yeah, it's like... Like, that, that th- shit takes so much time. There's a computer animation major in my school. Mm-hmm. And... Seeing them, like, because you get to see, like, how other people live when you when you work or go to school. Like, because yeah. their majors are different, Definitely, so yeah. they have a different, like, lifestyle, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then seeing the animation lifestyle, they would never leave the labs Jesus. 24-7. They would probably go to sleep at, like, 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, team oh, no yeah, sleep. Man, you're like, They'd be you're team like, no nah. sleep for, like, five days of the week yeah, and i'd be I know, like no, i know chris going to no sleep right yeah i, I you like love sleep. your sleep yeah you i love, love my sleep, sleep too much i love sleep is sleeping i love finishing my work on time and not having to uh you know like when you spend a lot of time on something for yeah. like hours and you just realize you're like i don't really like this you know i feel like i yeah. wasted my time like it's good for like practice and it's definitely good when you don't know what you're doing but then once you get a hang of it you like want to like yeah you know it's more work at that you're point. hand handing in right on like, the deadline right yeah you're just, i'm responsible yeah. i make sure every, everything right is there. done i don't right i'm not there not right before the deadline maybe like i could finish earlier but you know <laughs> deadline is like, nah. a good time deadlines i make sure it's done before yeah. the deadline like deadline is one of those things that run world mm-hmm. the business world you that's know? so true you need a, yeah. you need deadlines for that reason. Punctuality is something I skill I still need to learn about. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we're starting mm-hmm. any at any point. So oh yeah. Good. Yeah. So what? So since you're into sneakers, you uh-huh. know, at fashion, what do you think of Yeezys? Like, what, what do you think that whole? <laughs> just, what, what do you think that whole? Oh, spiel dude, I had on? A, I had, I love Yeezys. Okay, I yeah? do. You and, like the Ultra Boost, like the uh, Wave Runners. I had a couple of friends in school that huh? we would hype each other off for. Like at one point, because there's a mall, right? There's a mm-hmm. there's a new mall that opened a few years ago okay, in Sarasota. Okay, and Sarasota, Florida is where the school is. Yeah, okay. and the thing was because it's like an old people town. Like there's a lot of there's like not a lot of like hype beasts so it's easier to get like shoes from the mall when they release you know what oh, I mean? oh yeah not everyone's like going there breaking each other's necks to get it exactly like 
I went to get a pair of shoes once, actually, the Ultra mm-hmm. Boosts. Yeah. Uh, when the Oreos came out. Uh, me and my friend were talking about it like in school like are you gonna get those tomorrow morning yeah dude like I want those so we've I was like yeah I'm gonna get those fucking I go there in the morning there's people in line surprisingly like but it was like like six people you know and then like the first three people are like a family like some dude his wife and like his kid in a stroller like waiting just a hype piece family I was just like that's so funny <laughs> they're just waiting for these shoes for the dude. ultra boost yeah yeah it was you gotta like, get the matching set honey that day though like um, the Jordans, there's like a pair of Jordans came out. I forgot oh, okay. which colorway, but the thing was, there's like two stores, right? There's one that sells Jordans and one that sells Jordans and the ultra boosts. So then some guys just like coming like, why are you guys waiting in line? The Jordans are being sold upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are waiting in line. We're just <laughs> like, dude, we're just, we're getting ultra boosts. Yeah, no, we, we ain't getting it. We, we ain't going to Nike. Jordan's, we're going to Adidas. Jordan's old, man. <laughs> hey, you're, you're repping that three stripes? Rep that street, uh, three stripes. I mm-hmm. rep any anything really yeah. i like nikes i like jordans okay uh oh see like for me like i like some jordans but i also feel like they're very very overplayed you know what i mean like very overhyped some of them are yeah i just like the colors i like so yeah. there's too many t- at this point to collect because then at that point you're going to be spending mm-hmm. way too much money yeah i hear you if you get if you buy every jordan but maybe you know, one day when i'm a millionaire exactly I got nothing better to yeah. do with my life i'll say get some i want to get every jordan one Oh, that's like. a good goal. I like that goal. Yeah. I love Jordan. See, ones. I love Jordan ones. Yeah, those are fire. Uh, that's someone met. Yeah, my pair of Jordan ones on. Yeah, dude. You see, you need one good pair. And there's like you said, there's so many colorways. So, just find one you like, stick with it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm by. There's actually a couple coming out soon. I want to get. Yeah. I'm like considering, but I don't know. Can't, Which ones? Can't be buying every single. Because oh, you know, right. if you don't get like at retail, then you gotta go for resale. Well, I mean, it's always I'm, like ten times more money for yeah. resale. It's going to be sold out. I have a feeling this colorway is going to be sold out Which immediately. Which one is it? The fives. The bread fives. Oh, uh, okay. Don't buy them unless you're not a size nine and a half or ten. Or buy <laughs> or buy them and give them to him. Yeah. But is your birthday coming up? Yeah. There actually, you go. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> How'd you know? Get Crisco. Get uh, CG. Some uh, uh, <laughs> Jordan 5 breads for his birthday. Hey, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's the challenge challenge yeah <laughs> please accept this challenge mm-hmm. so since uh what you're trying to do with your branding is ride the streetwear wave, wave really right uh-huh so how do you plan to create the hype around that clothing and how to like also like stand out from other like luxury street brands um i think what i'm doing is sort of different from other brands just because yeah. i'm like combining the the elements of brands that i like into my own brand image and also because uh you need you need to have like a statement or like a concept with your brand at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's more about I care about the f- sport sportiness, the sportswear uh, mm-hmm. part of fashion, it's like joggers, and also comfort. So like mm-hmm. being able to combine those. I like uh, hoodies a lot. Okay, hoodies are my favorite. So I wanted to like the deck best. out a bunch of hoodies. My my concept for my collection this yeah. season was a. Uh, Oh, just, this season. Well, which season was this? This is the one my senior thesis season. Okay, so that so was like that's, season one. That's a uh, summer, spring, summer, two thousand eighteen. Okay, I had it uh, another season like a year ago, but it yeah. was a, it was like more of a smaller launch. Okay, but this is more of an yeah. actual grand. That one was scale. like the need to know one. This is the more. This is more legit one. The this is more legit. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. It's all about presentation. That's true. You gotta look professional in anything you do. 
Exactly. Like so, me, I'm a waiter. I have like, you know, <laughs> you can't just come like with like grease stains all over. You know, you definitely yeah. got to have nice presentations. to everyone. Exactly. They give you suits or something. They, right? Well, I have to buy my own suit. Oh, those those bastards. Yeah. Well, but what did you gain from uh, the, like presentation and all that? Uh, definitely being able to talk comfortably, I think, mm-hmm. was one of those things that I really like. I I've like transitioned through when uh, learning after taking a lot of interviews. But basically, like, once you get comfortable being honest and being yourself, like, the other person uh, vibes from that, you know, and mm-hmm. t- and they get to be themselves. So it's kind of like turning business into more uh, of, like, a in a casual level. Like, it's, it's okay to, like, talk and yeah. stuff at that point. Like, I don't like it when things are tense or, like... Yeah uncomfortable just because you feel like this is like really important or like it's like a business thing but like yeah. you don't have to like take it to the max importance you oh, know yeah. I mean? like everything you don't gotta be mean in like the big office with the massive table and like everyone's in suits being quiet uh, i have a feeling it's gonna be like that sometimes but oh. it's like it's it's being able to talk when you need to yeah and like not and do it naturally like not like so artificially yeah exactly it's being yourself yeah that's, exactly that's basically it just being mm-hmm. yourself i mean you were talking on the way over you know like business should be done over a couple beers yeah hanging out right this is like because you know you, that's when that's when a lot of real deals take place behind yeah. in the bars when everybody's when everyone, done. yeah when everyone's drunk and just like man we should start this business together yeah or like <laughs> let's do this deal yes yeah or like i like it we both those are winners spur of the moment yeah the spur <laughs> of the moment decisions after a couple of shots of tequila that's the that's one of the best decisions are made oh yeah best <laughs> friday night ever yeah the best friday night ever <laughs> yeah chilling with the bosses oh <laughs> mm. just getting all crossed mm-hmm mm-hmm so what goes into your planning out your market strategy on platforms like Instagram or Twitter? Uh, I have, um, I have... Oh, thanks for that, by the way. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. I have uh, Twitter. I have Instagram, uh, Facebook page. My favorite is Instagram because it's probably the easiest and most uh, effective way to promote mm-hmm. out of all of them. And also because of the fact that if you're gonna need to, if you're gonna be on social media, you need to be constant with that. Yeah. You gotta be uh, that's consistent. That's because it's such so such an ADD like mm-hmm. atmosphere, you know. And Onto the from what I've yeah. learned is, if you don't have that going on, it's kind of like you don't have an audience like that notices at first. Yeah. So I feel like anytime you're gonna, you know, that's what like ad campaigns are for. You have a bunch really, just of just like do a shot, like throw throw it all out there. Yeah, you you compile all the stuff you have, and then literally plan it out. Where you're like, okay, let's start it out. Day one, post one. Day mm-hmm. two, post two. Like just because you have all the stuff that you have, and just post it all out. Yeah. And then by like day two, people will be like, oh, he's posting. You know, like you'll notice that, and then like it's you're back on the train. Basically, you're back mm-hmm. on the train after not being on it for a while. Hmm. That's how I really. Yeah. Well, I mean, for business side of Insta, uh, social media, like yeah. I have personal social medias too, but yeah, that's, that's, that's such that's, a different thing. Yeah, it's completely different yeah. than business social. Right, media. That's what I'm starting to realize with this. Like, I barely post, so I barely get any attention, just because like it's so like inconsistent when I interview somebody. Mm-hmm. So like, whenever I get a picture up, that's when I get it up. 
But yeah, that's what I'm trying to do with this live video now. Yeah, sick. Get more presence. I'm very, I'm very yeah. thrilled that I'm the first guest. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Of course, yeah. How many uh, viewers does it say we have right now? I don't know. Where does it say that? Oh, I don't know. Does it, I have no idea how this stuff yeah. works. See, that's, well, that's how bad we are with it. <laughs> from what I know, you basically just press record and then press done when you're done. Yeah. And then it'll tell you everything. All right. Well then, I will guess we'll have to see it. It's end kind of, of it's kind of interesting because there's like mm -hmm. stats and stuff to yeah. that. Wait, really? Like flowcharts? Not like that, but it's, uh, it I'm tells like, you. Know, I'm just thinking like it tells you man. like how many people viewed. Actually, yeah. maybe I think it does that. Actually, it's like this is the zenith around like no, this sort of time. I like, think so. It does yeah. that. That's sick. So yeah, like this could be oh, yeah, like man, a there change. we go. First one up here. Hell yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. Oh, bring it in mm -hmm. here. There we go. Boom. Pounded it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what uh, I know you said before you had some collaborators, some uh, clients. Can you tell us about some of them? What uh, you've done? I've worked with Laureate Sports. I interned there for about two years. And what, what place is that? It's in Sarasota. Okay. It's a tennis apparel company, and it was my last internship before I got the job okay. at Abercrombie, so it was a good transitional step. Uh, I've, I've worked with... Uh, Matt Jackson on his yeah, I was company, about to ask you about that level, level up. up. Actually, the first person I interviewed, Matt Jackson. Shout outs to you and level up. Shouts out, Matt Jackson. Mm -hmm. Level up. Are you up. watching it right? Probably not. He's probably too busy. But um, yeah. So what about that? Because uh, that's a local brand too. We all yeah. He's from all Port. three of us went to high school together. Yeah. So he hit me up one day. Uh, he says he's starting a clothing brand. So I was like, word. He asked. Uh, if I'd be down to make graphics and I was like yeah for sure then uh we discussed business and then made some graphics for him he 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 like uh made a bunch of hoodies and hats embroidered with yeah. my graphics on it I think that was sick yeah like he had like a lot of he had it going on for a second mm -hmm. I saw him posting a lot for a second and like it was it was like lit as hell because like I was like damn these are like, some, yeah this is you like this is the fruits of my labor. Yeah, and I also I'm a big fan of like embroidered graphics. Yeah. It's definitely one of those things. It's definitely I, more upscale, you know. It's definitely upscale, and it's also like it has like that cooler feel. I like that mm -hmm. feel, you know yeah. what I mean? So oh, actually, like a sewn-on patch or something. Yeah. Yeah. So that was one of those. That's why I vibed with his brand a lot. Like he had that going on with the, and his also his concept was really good too. So like he had really he had a lot of good ideas for his like mm -hmm. his. Uh, brand identity as well as like uh his concepts for the graphics too so mm. he would tell me what kind of graphics he's looking for yeah. so that's probably a lot easier to work with yeah that definitely mm -hmm. saved a lot of time especially with like thinking of ideas like mm -hmm. like he already had good ideas so i was just like oh i know exactly what you're talking about i'm gonna i'm gonna try to interpret it yeah. in my own way now let's get it you know awesome so would you ever consider collaborating with like a major influencer on like social media yeah, collaborating with... And do you know who you'd want to do it with or no? It's anybody from social media? Anybody. Like, this is just your fantasy team right now. Fantasy team? So yeah, your fantasy do I get a, do I get a lineup? Yeah, you gotta tell me the lineup right now. <laughs> All right, my starting, tell me your campaign. My starting five. Mm -hmm. uh, first would be the Slut Whisperer. Okay, nice. You know... you know. I do not know. Who is she? Nah, it's a he. Guy? The Slut... Oh, it makes sense. The Slut Whisperer. He, he's basically a... A dude who makes a living off of partying and showing just get a mad girl's. titties on yeah. Snap and okay. Insta. He just gets lit for a living, which is 
really cool. Yeah. I just think that's a really interesting. It is. Like, people, like, literally just get famous and money for showing off their life. Yeah. Which is insane. Uh, the second one would be Black China. Okay. Just because she just makes a living being a thought. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> Literally just. Oh, she has a kid now too. You can get she, into like the baby, like baby line, baby. She has a lines. kid, and she she won't stop hoeing. So that's yeah. funny. I think I think that's a that's a superpower at that point. So that's why I want her it's a superpower. I want her on my team. <laughs> she she won't. She can't get phased. That's the thing. She can't, she can't get, get phased. She's uh, <laughs> she's the one made, do, making all the shit happen. Like so, she already knows what's going on. I'd probably get a uh, <laughs> wait. Which we call it social media influencers? Yeah, or just like a regular like famous person. Regular fa- oh regular famous people. Or just yeah, nah, internet media. people. Just because yeah, internet people are sick, dude. Uh, so much more interesting lives. Like uh, they're so much more creative it? with how they get famous. You know? Oh yeah. Like an actor's like, oh yeah, I went to this school. Did traditionally. Now nah, the internet people like they get famous for being ratchet. You know, filthy Frank. I do not. The dude who's like now a musician. Oh, I forgot his musician name, but. He was basically a meme in like 2000 in the in the YouTube era when he, okay. when YouTube was like not as crazy as as it is now. Yeah, when it was actually funny and cool. Yeah. Instead of just people reacting to videos like mm-hmm. when people actually did cool stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean he Joji, that's what it is. He's Joji now. He, Joji. The musician mm-hmm. he worked with like Rich Chiga. Okay. And like a bunch of other Asians. But it was sick. Like I think he's huge. Or like he has like that meme influence, you know, like the okay. the the dark edge lord influence. The dark edge lord, you know, the twelve <laughs> year olds online presence. That's the fan base he has. So I got every, I got the thotties, the the twelve year olds, the um, I wish the the what should we call it? The slut whisperer yeah, one. Yeah, the slut whisperer. Oh, Dan Bilzerian. <laughs> you know Dan Bilzerian. Yeah, I know. Everyone knows. I'll Dan have him at this point. Yeah, I'll get a. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I don't know. These are all just inst- these are all people I'm thinking of that are just like they make a living off of the weirdest stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean, like stuff you wouldn't expect. Dan Bilzerian makes a living off shooting guns. Yeah, and dating models. Yeah, just they probably pay just posting sport. lifestyle shots, and mm-hmm. then you yeah, get it's crazy, and then your life is sick just because mm-hmm. you post sick shit. You know, <laughs> See, I think you should get someone like uh, Big Sean or ASAP Rocky. Uh huh. Like those big guys in like the hip hop fashion. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah, Travis Scott. Oh, oh, yo, okay. You get so Travis I'm, Scott to like I get rage Virgil Abloh. Yeah. Just get like Travis Scott to rage and mosh. Like, I get Virgil Abloh on my hmm. team. Well, I mean, now we're talking fashion you don't designers. Even have to, you don't even have to do the work at that point if you get Virgil Abloh. Oh yeah, hmm. maybe even uh, what's his name? Gosha. He's like a Russian uh, fashion designer. He did stuff with Adidas, so okay. I was like, this is sick. Okay. And then uh, let's see. I like I like a lot of like that Versace Gucci vibes mm-hmm. and Lacoste. I yeah, love I remember Lacoste. you telling me you really like luxury brands. Yeah, and I like that whole mixture of now sport uh, streetwear also how mm-hmm. the two are mixing together. Yeah. Yeah. So where did you where do you say you draw your inspiration from? Because I was taking a look at your uh, Hollister lookbook. Oh, oh, congrats on getting the job there. Thank you. Yeah, so he now works for Abercrombie and Fitch. The people who don't know, mm-hmm. yeah, working in the Hollister branch. And so for that Hollister lookbook, like when you uh, did some of those designs, I saw you take in like uh, inspiration from Keith Haring, even Bigfoot, and great, the Grateful Dead logos. Yeah, they, uh, those are just like things that f- 
fit the mood board for what I'm trying to go for, the, yeah. the art direction I'm going for. So, like, I, th- I think about the concept, like, what direction, what's the feel, what colors, what, you know, things would be included to get that same feel. So, like, yeah. like you said, the Grateful Dead Bears. Yeah, I really like that design. Like That's... Uh, that was like the surfer bear logo or the surfer bear graphic. Yeah, the surfer bear graphic. I'm looking at it right now. It's yeah. So you got it said it shows like how you got the inspiration from Bigfoot, the California bear. Yeah. <laughs> like I just liked the the Bigfoot pose, mm-hmm. and then the Cal- the the Grateful Dead bear vibe. You know, like the, the line drawing yeah. feel. So like I combined a bunch of stuff actually. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, it's very trippy. Mm-hmm. Like. I just had that idea in mind, so I just tried to figure out how yeah. to do it. It's something definitely, definitely cool for Hollister standards, because mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, I feel like Hollister it kind of has that vibe where it's like no one want, really likes to wear like the massive seagull right on their chest. Mm-hmm. So I, I like what you're doing here. It's very kind of low key. I also, I'm a big fan of like back graphics yeah. with smaller graphics on the chest. Because mm-hmm. like the shirt I'm wearing right now, it's like very yeah, it's, it's like def- a three dimensional statue. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of those, you know, exceptions, you know, to mm-hmm. the to that. But in in like for the most part, like, you know, if I were to get that if I were to design the perfect Hollister shirt, you know, it'd be like mm-hmm. the big logo. It wouldn't be on the front. It would be on the back cuz then it looks sick on the back, I think, you know, like mm-hmm. and then like, you know, and, and the small one right there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just that's just the type yeah, of like on your like. chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of those. Yeah, I wish I had. Unfortunately, it's not a video, one. so they can't really see what we're doing. <laughs> oh yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> for, just for the viewers. Out yeah, there. it's just for that's just a show for them. Just for that. The three or four of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so who would you say your like mentor? Did you say you have any mentors like major influences? Uh, definitely my teachers. Yeah. Uh, yo, shouts out to Edwin. He was the coolest teacher that helped me grow as a screen printer yeah. and as a graphic designer and okay. Jeff too. So would you say you're like, what would you say you do more embroideries, like screen printing, what? Uh, screen printing at first. Then my senior year, I started dabbling with like sewing and stuff okay. and like, and then like patch making, embroidering and stuff like that. That was like really the last few months of my senior year where I was just trying to learn as much things as I can before I graduated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotcha. Just cram it in there. It's like, oh, damn, I didn't do this earlier, so now I just got to yeah. do it right now. Shit. Yeah. That's cool. The pressure mm-hmm. makes you, like, enjoy everything as much as you can, or at least mm-hmm. savor it while the moment's there. All right. Savor it. Just savor it. Kit Kat. <laughs> you can't have a bite. <laughs> so, you know, you seem like very hardworking. What would you say your spirit animal is? My spirit animal. Your spirit animal. Right now, go. Uh, go go go! Uh, uh, tiger. Tiger. All right. Why tiger? Because I'm Korean. It's the national animal. Hey. Shouts out Got Korea. you there. <laughs> <laughs> you almost got me. I was like, oh gosh. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. This entire interview's just been trying to trip you up, embarrass oh, yeah. you, tell like the 15 people who are listening. Well, no, I hope I'm I don't kidding. Say it's embarrassing. More. Yeah, no. We got a strong brand here. Take oh, yeah. no sh. Take no. Mm-hmm. So you also said you like to produce beats. Yes. So what's the process that goes into making those beats? And do you have any release right now? Um, I'm not usually sober when I'm cooking up in okay. the studio. I think that's the best way is to get sauced up. 
sauced up. Uh, the best way is <laughs> to be with friends to, or you know, people that are in the same page as you when you're cooking up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like sometimes I'd rip samples. Sometimes I'd like think of my own melodies. But yeah. for the most part, I'd just think of something that would you could rap on. Because yeah. it's like I say, I'm, it's also a passion you try to follow right now. It's definitely, uh, it's a, it's a passion that's growing from a pastime, you know. Okay. It's like a hobby right now or a few years ago, but I mean, I like it a lot, and I think anybody could really like blow up for music if they just put the work in it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that in the Maybe music it industry, now. yeah, you you throw out one banger, it goes viral, you become mm-hmm. a successful artist. Boom, three just steps. like that. It's just like that. Banger, viral, artist. But there's a lot of steps in between those steps that I personally think is a really cool process. So that's why I like it a lot. Because, like, it's very interesting. Yeah, have you ever done any collaborations with people yet or not? Yeah, I have in school. Can we see if your song is on YouTube? Uh, If you want to. It's very explicit. Hmm. I say a lot of... Oh, you you rapping it too? Yeah, I I featured in a couple. But the thing is... uh, I don't know, like, my rapper lyrics, the lyrics that I'm rapping right now aren't the type of stuff that I'm trying to perceive myself as. See, I can see as more of, like, a Tyler the Creator, Odd Future guy. (laughs) I could say some Tyler the Creator-type raunchy shit. I I mean, like, it's more for fun for me rapping at this point. Mm -hmm. I just like the producing side a lot. So, like, the songs that I produced for and collaborated with people like i've i'm featured on a couple of them just mm-hmm. because you just know for it. just because we're all having fun you know they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah rap on this mess around sure. hanging out yeah shooting the shit um and then there's a couple that i personally was just like you know what i really like this beat you guys rap on it and make <laughs> it good you know yeah. what i mean just don't mess it up you got one job yeah <laughs> <laughs> basically uh so have you said have you said you've really kind of like throughout all these processes of like realizing you love art? Mm-hmm. By the way, how did you realize you really were into art? What happened? Um, it's kind of like these small milestones, yeah, that get you going. Like, I guess for example, like getting your first award for art. It's not really like it's it's like an illusion. You think you you did something awesome. You got an award, sick, but did you get a job yet? Like, I don't know. Like, it's one of those things where it's like you learn about that after you get an award or something. You're like, this is sick. This is is what I lived up for, an award. And Hmm. then you have this award for, like, a while, and you're just like, see me? I got an award. Like, you can't can't just live with that on your name forever. Like, eventually. Yeah, you got to get more. You got to keep winning. You got to keep, it's like the hunger. You got to keep getting stuff. You Mm got to keep going for it. And you say you have that? Yeah, I do. I want to keep going. It's just right hey, what, now. What, what would you say? Like one of the awards you got was like, uh, just like like best of Ringling. Okay. Like presidential award, scholarship award. Okay. I don't know, s- small stuff like that. Yeah. But like, those are like stuff that I worked f- for. That's what I wanted. You know, I worked yeah. for those. And after getting it, you're like, this is awesome. I I feel the amount of work and effort is really showing here. But that doesn't mean you're done until, like, you know, you want more. So 
Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta just keep going for it. Okay. Hmm. I would say you ever like. Oh my god, I'm not close to the mic. Would you say you've ever had like any kind of crossroads you've ever faced? Uh, like moral crossroads, like damn, if I go this way, yeah, like, like I'm being changed. If I, I go almost, this way, I'm being changed this way. I almost. Uh, I mean, I tried to go for sports graphics. That was like my first passion. Yeah. And then after doing, after like spending like my junior year working on that, like just working on a portfolio specifically for sports graphics, mm-hmm. I like applied to a bunch of places during the summer. And then they're all just like rejecting me, going like, "Sorry, you don't really fit what we're looking for." No. Most that's what they're basically saying, but they okay. say it nicer. Than yeah. That. So then I was like, "What am I doing wrong?" Like, yeah, was that like hard for you to realize? Yeah, like I don't know what I was trying to do at that point because like I like gra- like that was like the transition from illustration to graphic design. You know, where I'm mm-hmm. like starting to appreciate graphic design and trying to figure out what to do with that, and then. Uh, over time, like my teachers are just like, yeah, we noticed you have your style is changing to more of this graphic approach, and I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to do uh, sports, mm-hmm. and they're just like, uh, why don't you do like other st-? like they explain like there's like other you know industries and stuff, and that's like around the same time Abercrombie visited my school, so that's when uh, I like talked to them, and they were interested in me but the thing was i was too late or like mm-hmm. the this is this is the example of when i didn't know there was a deadline yeah <laughs> for uh getting an interview okay. so i talked to them i was like i didn't know about it so they're like it's okay just uh apply online you know and mm-hmm. we'll get back to you so i applied online and then they got back to me a few days later which was sick because they're just like yeah we'd like to interview you even though like uh it, the interview process was over in my school so they're like mm-hmm. they, after that was done they still wanted to interview yeah, me so dope. six so i was like wow this is this is a good opportunity here mm-hmm. i can't i can't miss out on this so mm-hmm. yeah so that's how that's basically how i got you know the job there okay i mean there's a lot more in the story but it's a lot it's I'd lot. rather not. <laughs> hey, if you don't want to get into it, you don't have. I to. think it's also non. I don't think it's non-disclosure agreement, but I have wow. a feeling they're not going to appreciate me talking about yeah, it. Yeah, well, I've seen it over on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel that. <laughs> yeah, so, but you do you think you faced any kind of obstacles like other than uh, other than the uh, like kind of realizing sports graphics maybe isn't for you right now, um, like that you had to overcome? Yeah, there's definitely days of severe anxiety whether or not yeah. you're going to make it as an artist. Oh, I hear you, man. I hear you. Everybody. Because you're putting yourself out there, Everybody too. gets that feeling. Yeah. But I also think because of that, everybody gets that feeling. I think, like, I try to, like, realize that as early as possible mm-hmm. whenever I get that yeah. feeling. So that way I'm just like, what am I going to do about it? You know? Yeah. You got to figure it out. You got to. And you think that's how you kind of overcame it? Yeah. Like, where I was just like, all right, cool. Maybe it's just a problem I have to solve, you know? Yeah, like, I personally... It turned into a challenge. Like, uh, whatchamacallit, like... I would say I'm battling myself mostly. Okay. You know, in terms of, like, what you want to do. I wouldn't say it's, like, a mental illness. It's more of a... It's more of a being woke being conscious about what being you're doing woke. i'm i'm too woke. Just being I realistic think. i i think about things way over the top oh yeah i hear you 
but like not even in like a non-realistic way. I think about things too realistically, where like I would think about every possible scenario that could happen for every choice I'd I'd take,、mm-hmm. especially for my career. So okay, it's like very I'm very meticulous about that. But I also like to think about it a lot because it's. I think it's kind of how you turned it into a positive then. Yeah, I tried to turn it into a positive. I like to think of it as a game, like a puzzle game or、mm-hmm. strategy game. And you're just like, you gotta make the right moves, or else、yeah. you're gonna lose <laughs> this game. Life is a fucking game. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Life's a game. <laughs> Life is a game. Yeah, a board game sh- about it. Like you know, and、like、then you gotta make the right moves. You gotta play your cards right, or、yeah. something. You know, that's that's another philosophy that I hear a lot. Hmm. So. Yeah, that's how I really think about it. Whenever I have to like、mm-hmm. overcome an obstacle, I'm just like thinking about it as like a non.、Mm-hmm. Like it could even be like something physical, like a physical、yeah. obstacle. I'd be like, let's say if I'm like like stuck in the woods, or I don't know, like something where I just think of the most logical thing to you know. Okay. I like to put logic first. Yeah. Oh, so you gotta think rationally. Yeah, rational. Before、thinking. anything happens. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. And so, would you say you have like a specific criteria when you look for someone to do like your music with? Uh, like that not, they have to meet, or honestly, not really. I love meeting people who are into music just as much as me. Okay, it doesn't have to be the same genre. I remember specifically my freshman year when I was hanging out with this person. He was uh he was like in charge of the the music producing room in、okay. my school. So that's and he explained. He's like, yeah, we have. Instruments there, we could jam out, and I'm like, sick. I love jamming out. Nobody in this school loves jamming out. So like, <laughs> everyone here is whack except for you. <laughs> whack. You're a whack. Yeah, I'm tight as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> But the thing was, he was a he he plays like guitar, right? He's、mm-hmm. like a I don't know how to explain. He's like a like a rock punk dark rock player. Okay,、so、it's like lots of heavy riffs. And I'm like. <laughs> I, I like hip hop. I like okay, and I'm just like, all right. Well, yeah, I, mean, I should have had you doing the、I'm、sound effects this entire time. <laughs> I'm on drums, so I'm just gonna try to play along with this. <laughs> you know, it's like I never really play metal or anything,、yeah. so I'm just like, fuck it. I'll yeah, just it's, it's I'll jam out some metal thing,、yeah. or something. Or Why not? When in Rome, right?、Mm-hmm. And then other times. There's like jazzy people I've met,、mm-hmm. and they. And you play- also play the bass, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I remember for、uh, in high school you were in a band. Yeah. Outrageous fun. So yep. yeah. With Derek Moss、mm-hmm. and Matt Diggy、mm-hmm. and David Tung. Yeah. Shouts out to them boys.、Mm-hmm. If you're watching, <laughs> nah, I know they're watching. Probably. Actually, maybe Derek is. Who knows? Who knows? Whom's to knows? Yep. Well, that's cool though. That's really cool. So you were just like literally just jamming out. Do you have any funny stories、yeah. that came out of like doing that stuff? Uh, not funny stories. Mostly like anytime I jam, I make sure I'm, cause like if I'm、You're、gonna go out to、right、jam, yeah, I'm trying to have fun. Yeah, but for the that's like for the most part. And you can't this, be doing that with a weird guy or a girl. Yeah, well, I mean, like anytime I jam with anybody, it's mostly you know because we just love music a lot. There's also um a drum circle meet up meet up every Sunday、yeah. at my beach near the beach in my town. Okay, so. Every Sunday, they'd be like at least a couple hundred people. They'd bring like bongos or drums,、okay. and they just have a bonfire in the middle of the beach and just、That's、play、dope. drums till like the sun goes out or something.、Mm-hmm. And I think that whole vibe of just loving music, just because, just for the sake of music, is one of those things that I love 
may, uh, when I meet somebody who's like okay. into music too, because I don't care what genre you're into. It, it'll be better mostly if we're in the same, if we like the same type of music. Yeah. But you never know. Like sometimes you could get a new sound if you just mm-hmm. collaborate with people. Cause like, there's other people that are like, can you make me instrumentals for my raps? Or I want to rap, but can you make me an instrumental? I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And Do you ever feel things. like people kind of take advantage of you at all with that? At this point, I'm not even... It's more of a hobby still for me. You know yeah. what I mean? So once... And also, again, like how the music industry is really weird like this. So you never know. You got to just get your name out there as much as you can. And you never know who's going to blow up from your track. <laughs> yeah i got gotcha. you no but that's just how it goes so do you have anything last things you want to say uh check out cdsquad.com yeah. i got a couple of shirts left for sale a mm-hmm. couple of hoodies left like this one yeah that's sold out you can't yeah, get you can't get that one. anymore um yeah, sorry to the po- podcast people that was to the instagram people oh yeah uh i'm here for the summer if you're in poor washington hit me up mm-hmm yeah, and if you're going to be in Ohio next or later this fall, hit me up too. I'll be there, living there. He's just down to chill, guys. Yeah, dude, I'm just chilling. Cool dude. Just wants to hang. Life's good right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just... Uh, is that the motto for uh, Hollister, life is good? <laughs> no, that's the other brand, life is oh. good. Oh, damn, <laughs> I got one of them right. Oh, you can do stuff for them too. Hey. Draw some stick figures. Dude, <laughs> I mean, honestly... if it pays the bills why not dude that brand Mm -hmm. is so like such a classic i don't even know how big it is anymore also clothing brands are like that too they like they come and go so you gotta definitely it's all about trends Hmm. you gotta know what's trending and what's not Hmm. yeah last words here last words you gotta know what's trending and what's not chris go follow uh Follow Take, Take No, Take no sh- sh- Three H's podcast on Instagram. I mean, if you're already listening to the Instagram live feed, you probably have. Um, yep. And then CG Squad. CGSquad.com. Mm-hmm. It's also my portfolio. Yeah. Check also, out my art. Shouts out Level Up, Matt Jackson. He did Shout the designs out. for him. Shout out Level Up. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that has been this episode of Take No. Sh- I'll see you all next time. Like what you hear? Here's how you can let us know. Give us a call at 516-299-2626 or email us at info at wcwp.org. Like us at facebook.com slash mywcwp and leave a comment or tweet us at mywcwp. We welcome all kinds of feedback. To directly support the podcast you just enjoyed, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to give back, visit wcwp.org and click the support tab. Thanks for listening from your friends at WCWP.